Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Phil. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here, 93.9 The Bill, ESPN 680, as we are uh, at Matsapai here in Anchorage. It's just across the railroad tracks, and you get past uh, Evergreen. If you go past it, you could easily miss it. But man, people are, people starting to figure out. I got people coming over. It's a great uh, people meet for co- great place to meet for coffee, and then they've got you know at night you want to get the you want to get some pizza, you want to have a drink outside. Right. You can do that as well. And of course, um, the, the cookies. Uh, we had a discussion down there just now about the chocolate chip cookies. So they get some inside knowledge of that now. Definitely. And uh, you know, my phone's ringing. People are making their special orders. James. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, we're going to take care of everybody. You know, so you know, people know that we're at the Anchorage location. So they're making their cookie request. So uh, we're right here with you. I haven't heard. Uh, is there a uh, is there a Super Bowl commercial that you're uh, like anticipating? I mean, it's, uh, anymore it seems like they release them online, right? Or, or or do they hold some of them out? They usually release some online. I saw some stuff last night that Bud Light was going to try to really kind of reverse a they're, lot of. Well, the, they're going to try to have Peyton Manning save their brand, right? <laughs> Basically, yeah. and, and dogs. Peyton Manning and dogs. dogs. Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that all plays out because I am interested just from a. An advertising perspective, like how does that work? Like what the what's their approach given the mm-hmm. year that they've had? How that works? But then uh, you know, I think the Paramount has a really funny commercial, and there's always great surprises. Doritos does a great uh, a great job, and right now out the Luxor, you know, it's a pyramid shaped deal. Sure, they, they, you know the, the the front facing uh, triangle is a Dorito chip out there uh, in Las good. Vegas. Okay. So, so right. Vegas is going to have something going on. I'm sure there'll be something on the sphere. I'm sure Las Vegas will have something great. Uh, you know, so I'm always interested in that. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that at least we know that we're not going to have a crypto Super Bowl because that was the most annoying Super Bowl commercials. It was like Matt Damon telling telling us that we're bad people if we're not investing in crypto. <laughs> like I was done. I, I was like, this, this is a waste. Yeah. But it's $7 million. For thirty for a thirty second ad and probably worth every penny. That's amazing. Yeah, amazing. But you know it's being watched by a hundred million people and actually being watched right, right. By, by a large percentage of that. I wonder how many brands will kind of pick up from the Black Friday Amazon uh, deal where a lot of QR codes were on stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I wonder, uh, uh, you know, if if anybody will do that. I remember a few years back it was just it was thirty seconds of just a QR code floating. 
and the and people were just like, "What the hell is this?" And yeah. you know, they if you took the QR code, I think you won something or got something. I don't know, but uh, there's a lot of cool things going on. Is there one for you that you're looking out for? No, I mean, I kind of want to see what Peyton Manning does uh, with the Bud Light ad. Because again, they're 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 counting on him to save their brand. Um, yep. But I, yeah, that's really I guess that's the one I've heard a, a little bit about. You know, one they have to change is Carl Weathers' ad. You know, because I don't know if you know, he was uh, in an ad with Gronkowski. Yeah, with Fanduel, it's running right now. Yeah, yeah, still but, running. But, but they've got another one for the Super Bowl. Oh, so wow. um, you know, you I know g- what? They shouldn't change it. What's that? He's acting. You know, everybody understands yeah. he just died. I don't think it's in bad taste. Do you? I, um, I don't. I, I don't know. That's it. an awkward one. I would run it almost like. Uh, Almost like as his final thing, you mm-hmm. know. I think I'd run it just to be like, you know. So here's what they said. So the ad features Gronkowski walking through the desert towards Las Vegas on his way to make things right after missing the FanDuel kick of destiny um, like, uh, last year. So but towards the end of the sneak peek, Weathers pulls up in a motorcycle with a sidecar and tells him, this time you won't miss. And together they drive off in the desert. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't seen that okay, one. Okay, so that's the one I guess that's going to air. Huh. So the FanDuel's marketing uh, director shared on Monday the actor will still appear in the ad, but the original plan would not be appropriate following his death. Gotcha. He noted the company's been in contact with Weather's family to ensure they're comfortable with the final ad. Quote, we had built a, um, uh, had built a master. One is an edit if he makes the kick, and we have to edit if he misses. That content we had in those masters wouldn't be appropriate for us to do anymore. Yeah. So it says, since the news of Carl's passing came, we have been working with editors to help get back something that uh, does make sense. Yeah, I'm sure if, like, that, I can see, yeah, if he's, like, being emotional about one way or the other, I yeah, can maybe Carl see Weathers that. Yeah, Carl Weathers is, like, yeah. you know, like, he's, he's missed the kick, and Carl Weathers is there kind of consoling him. That doesn't make any sense, Carl Weathers. I don't think he'd be consoling away. I think he'd be cursing him. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so, you know, we don't know what Not the script is. Him, we don't know, know what the yeah. script is. So, no. But, uh, man, it sucks. That it, I mean, it sucks for FanDuel and the script writers, but it sucks for his family, obviously, more than anything. But it's uh, that's, that is a, a mm-hmm. special circumstance that's happening there for the Super Bowl. I don't know if you've seen this tomorrow, the ACC. Oh, okay, yeah. You're, you're they are going to announce 40 future locations for numerous ACC championships. Okay. My question to you, over or under? This okay, is the, how many total are they announcing? 40. Okay. So you want to know the overrunner that will be in the state of North Carolina. That's what I want to know. Well, How many are in North Carolina of the 40? Over half. Over half. Over half, probably. But I don't care if the, if the, the cross-country championships in Durham. This counts. I know, but, like, do you really? Just- 17 members in the league. Four of them are in North Carolina. Is now, it appropriate it- that half are in the state? Um... Probably not. No, it should probably be somewhat proportional, although we are new to the party here in this league. Should they do anything in San Francisco? Uh, no. Cal and Stanford. I, I know, but I don't think you inconvenience 90% of the league for them. That's a good question, though. Like, at some point, do you have one out, out there? I mean, I'd say no. <laughs> what are their other options? Right. They're, they're going to get mad. Let me, let me present you with this, all right? ACC Basketball Championship is going to be either in Greensboro, North Carolina, oh, or San Francisco. Well, I'm not going to either. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you have to go. Like, it's requ- Chad Boger calls you and says, you must do this. This is a great basketball team. Chris Beard's got okay. Will Wanna close your course for the national championship. And we're going to, you know, this is Well, a- in that case, I'd rather, I'd rather go to Greensboro because it's closer. 
<laughs> okay. I mean, San Francisco's so much of a better experience, though. Mark, it's so far away. So, I know it's far away. And it's so expensive. The red flights on Breeze that are not expensive. Well, but good luck getting on the days you need them. Right, I mean, it's not yeah, like you can just... That's true. I mean, I, I mean, I do think they should be in places with major airports. Atlanta, Charlotte, places like that. I mean, that makes a lot more sense to me. Uh, Washington, D.C., where people Boston, can get direct Miami. flights. Yeah, where people can get direct flights. Right. Um, I, you know. I, I actually think we should have one in South Beach. Um, all right. I mean, what's wrong with having one in Miami? What do you mean you say have it in South Beach? Where, where do you want to play there? You know, where the heat play. Where the heat play? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Why, what's, why do we have to? Like, if you yeah. got me Greensboro or Miami. Yeah, okay. That's I'm fair. That's Miami. fair. I mean, I do think that's that's probably fair. I mean, you'd like to have I only really care about where the ACC basketball championships are. I know. And the, the football is in Charlotte for a while, right? Or no? For a long time. Yeah. yeah. So you know that one. Yeah. I don't know how many years they're doing here. But, like, you know that the, bat, the, that the football one's always going to be in Charlotte, at least for the foreseeable future. The league office just moved to Charlotte from Greensboro. And I'm kind of curious to see if they'll book any more basketball championships in Greensboro from the mm-hmm. men's side because the city of Greensboro and, and, and the ACC don't have that direct tie anymore with the, with the conference uh, offices being in Charlotte. Now, the women's tournament this year is in Greensboro. Yeah. Because I actually looked at it. I was like, you know what? They're going to play the women's tournament somewhere decent. Maybe we could go to that. Maybe, maybe I could go to that or something like that. But they're going to go to Greensboro, North Carolina, the least compelling place yeah, it's, that you it's, could possibly, you know, San Francisco's a great town. I know it's far away. Yeah, but there would be no good place in <laughs> No, I know. It's it's like going to the Holiday Bowl. You know, it's it's you know, it's it's a great experience for the people who go, but yeah. not as many people can go. It's not it's just not a good idea. I don't right. think to go out, out there. Um, I'm really interested to see how this goes. You brought this to my attention. Jim Rome, I guess we have to make a programming decision on this, is leaving radio sort of. Yeah. He's going to do a what we would call a radio show. But he's gonna, he's moving to Twitter, yeah, or X, Twitter X. You call it whatever you want. But he he made the announcement uh, this week uh, that he's leaving CBS Sports Network and moving to Twitter. He made the announcement Tuesday, thanking CBS Sports, yada yada. According to Rob, at the end of the week, the simulcast will go dark for a short period of time. Will reemerge on Twitter. Doesn't have a start date yet for the new simulcast. Right now, we're in the stages of building this thing, developing this thing, pulling it all together. Um, so I, this is this is a first, yeah. Right? Well, uh, I mean, no, it's it's who else has gone? Tucker to Twitter? Carlson moved from well, he, he got, got fired. fired. He got yeah. fired from CNN, and then did one over there at X. And I think in a maybe an unintentional way uh, showed like how powerful hosting your own show on X Twitter can be. I mean, it, you know. Tucker Carlson's most recent one, he's going to interview Vladimir Putin. Well, he was fired from Fox, right? He wouldn't see Fox. Him. Why did yeah, I say yeah, that? Yeah. It was Don Lemon that okay, got fired yeah, from yeah, CNN yeah. around the same time. But uh, he's going to interview Vladimir Putin and 74 million views. You know, he had wow. his thing on Going Bald, 4.4 million views. Uh, if Talking about cleaning a fish, <laughs> it's, it's like a well, it's like a Ozempic thing, 6 million views. You know, it's it's interesting because... With a radio show, you have to hear it in real time or or on a podcast. But with Twitter, it's it's there much longer. Therefore, if someone and I don't know how, again how you, how you fill the ads in there, but if if you've got something on something like whatever thing got a bunch of views, right? Is it can you if you can put the ad before that? Will more people? Will that be a more effective way? 
to spend your advertising dollars than doing, you know, however long a three-month run of commercials on his show would you know, be on, on, a ne- on a networks, you know, networks. Yeah, like Jim Rome, like his his monthly spend on CBS Sports Network because you got to buy radio and TV. Yeah, it's probably pretty significant. Well, I don't think you have to buy both. I think I think you can. I, well, it's simulcast on both. Yeah, so but, you, but but he but, does uh, the live read. It's got to be on both because he's going to. Well, yeah, the, the live read probably different, but um. I, that will be interesting, yeah. Because he's always he's always had his own show, and he's been on a variety. Um, he, you know, he's very few people. You know, everybody gets on the radio and thinks they can syndicate a show. Very tough to do. <laughs> like, oh, he can syndicate and get this. Okay, good good luck. Um, it's it's very difficult. Few have done it, um, but he's always been on. You know, he's, he's negotiated various deals. He's doing what he's always done. It's just a different platform. I do think it's you're limiting your audience though because. People are just driving around 12 to 3. They want something to listen to on the radio. Are they going to pull up they're X? Pull up. Well, if they're driving around, you know. They're, yeah. Of, I, mean, you know, I don't know what percentage of the audience listens in their car, but it's a high percentage. I would say that know? it's a high percentage. And, and on the subway or, uh, you know, especially in Southern California where the show is based, a lot of car travel. Yeah. Uh, how does that work moving forward? But people are watching this Tucker Carlson stuff. Now, it's not my tuck cup of tea. You know, I don't. Really care. I just don't know really? if it. Tra- I wonder if it translates for Rome because I don't know that Rome. While Rome's great, he's a lot of B level guests. That's, they're not getting Vladimir Putin or whatever. No, you know, no. He's getting like I don't know Brandon Ayuk. You know, yeah. I don't really want to hear what he is. Fine, <laughs> you know. But it's it's that community. Um, yeah, we have the backup type of Noah Gray on from the right. Chiefs. The All jungle. Right. Uh, it's it's a national version of what we have here. You know, like here in Louisville, like our listeners, they know everything about each other. Oh, he was a pioneer in it, man. Right. Yeah, he was a pioneer in sports radio. Right. Now, it it started in Southern California, and it's grown from there. But, like, you know, we know what – you know, your fake ID birthday gets celebrated here. (laughs) You're right. So, you know, we we understand a little bit of that. And I think that, you know, when you have that loyal listener base, people will go over there, and then it'll – we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how well it does. I don't think he'll do as well as Tucker Carlson is doing on Well, I mean, if he's getting a guarantee, then – I'm saying in terms of views. Views. Well, I think you're limiting – I think you're limiting your audience – but maybe you're narrowing it for an advertiser. Yeah, you might be. You know, um, and plus, what is it? Interesting. I mean, I don't know. So if you get five million Twitter views, wait. Texas says Rome is leaving CBS TV, not radio, or is is he leaving? I th- he's leaving radio. The story I, that we saw, right? They said that he's yeah. still going to do the show, but it's going to go on to X. He's leaving the CBS platform, and he, the TV stays. Or I don't think so. Really? Okay. I don't. Th- I mean, based yeah. on what he right, said yeah. in the video that I watched, it sounds like the, like this week it's all going to be the same, and then they're going to go on. They're going to go dark for a bit, and then we'll have to figure it out. So, um, that says Drew thinks holding down the button on the heater for thirty seconds is too long. No way he flies to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dexter uh, says, look up the Doritos uh, chip commercial from two thousand nine. Thank me later. I mean, I don't. Maybe you after the up. show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, says, X is awful now. Threads is the way. Threads is what? Instagram's thing? Nobody's. Nobody's, yeah, nobody's on Threads. Nobody's on Threads. Come on. I'd like to think that, but yeah. Um, I think Twitter's had like like six months in a row of record uh, usership. 
And so the, the death of uh, Twitter has been greatly exaggerated. Yeah, yes. As typically is what happens it's, on the internet. How many times have they said, since Elon Musk bought it, have they said, oh, he's, he's ruining it. Uh, he's ruining it. It's like they get in a record. <laughs> it's like every single Still time. Still there. Uh, there is some stuff. Speaking of the Brock Purdy sound ready, um, you, know, you, you, you get all these you know, commercials at the Super Bowl. Or, I mean, questions at the Super Bowl. And <laughs> Brock uh, Purdy, something crazy. of all the things <laughs> to ask, Although he does, Brock Purdy does actually look like Lee Harvey Oswald. Let me see. Look at look at the pictures. I mean, Brock Purdy and Lee Harvey Oswald. I don't know who was the first to oh figure this out, but he does look like Lee Harvey Oswald. So, so he was asked, actually asked about this yesterday. So so Tony Romo calls him an assassin on Sunday. Oh, that, that don't was. do that. <laughs> All right. So here here's here was the question and answer. I have it. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh, Physical comparison. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How are you supposed to respond to that? Yeah. How are you supposed to respond to? Do you that? think you'd be good with? He both? does though. That is like these. This picture striking. It's amazing. How hey about Brock? How good are you with bolt action? Do you think you could get that, or, or do you think there was a shooter on the grassy knoll? <laughs> What I mean, kind of questions are these? It's amazing. <laughs> what the hell, man? There's um, always something weird and odd now, in these Super Bowl beady uh, days. So you had that story yesterday. The other one, I tuned into Jared for a little bit about this. But did you hear this horrible theory? At least I think it's a horrible theory about why Mike Vrabel didn't get a gig this time around. No. No, I, is, I, was surprised, I was surprised he didn't. I, wonder, I can't remember who, but was it Diana Rossini who put this out there? Somebody put this out there that... Okay, she talked about Mike Vrabel on, on the Athletics football show. She said, I don't think there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. Uh, I had a GM on the show who mentioned that, that, well, shoot, they cut the quote off, that his size, his physical stature was too imposing and that he intimidated and it was seen as a negative because he was a big guy. So why what? did why did Dan Campbell make the NFC Championship then? I I don't know, right? Like Since I don't Dan think Campbell's there's a pit, um since I don't think there he sat in front of any owner who thought his style was going to work. I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build that he's a very large human being and he can, and can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions and that is a factor. Why? There ain't no way in a league full of gargantuan men that a guy who is large in stature wouldn't be a good fit. <laughs> I don't understand that. What do you reasoning? want a kicker running the team? I, I don't understand the reasoning. I don't understand. Is it like, do you want somebody to just sit in the analytics? I mean, I is that what you're he, was, for? he was having a field day with this. I yesterday. bet that is wild. I mean, Dan Campbell's just an NFC Championship, a huge, huge. Anybody human. who played out the, was especially anybody on defense. Right. You know, like they played linebacker or, or D-line, they're going to be gigantic dudes. I guess Harbaugh and Shanahan are the Goldilocks-sized humans in order for them to be NFL head coaches. Like, what in the world are we talking about here? I don't know, it's, man. It's a league full of giant yeah they're, yeah, they're a league full of giants. We can't have a, hire a giant guy. What? What? <laughs> the, these giants can only be led by average-sized men. <laughs> what? I don't know, man. Hey, score one for the little guys, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess I should apply. <laughs> yeah, I guess you should. <laughs>
<laughs> now nah, we'll take Vrabel. We're going to take uh, uh, talk show host. We're looking more like he's less intimidating. He looks more like Sean McVay than all the other applicants. <laughs> Yeah, of all the things I've. I mean, Andy Reid. Hello, a huge person, pretty big guy. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, it's just kind of those weird things. You you hear this ridiculous rationale around the draft. I've never heard it applied to a coach. No, ever. And and I can understand. Hey, this is a productive player in college. He's but he's kind of on the small side. Can he be that productive in the NFL? Fair point. Elvis Dumerville was able to do that. All right, Yasir Abdullah to this point hasn't. Okay, but you know. You can understand a little bit of the rationale, uh, but a coach <laughs> just doesn't make it. Doesn't make it. Well, they supposed to look like Sean McVay. Like yeah, they all, I, I mean, and, you know, Kyle Shanahan, Jim, uh, yeah, John Harbaugh. I don't know. Man. John Harbaugh's decently sized. I know yeah. he's not as big as Jim, but I mean, he's a big guy, right? Of all the theories, man, like that's that's got to be one of the worst. That's that's definitely one of the worst. <laughs> Are we doing Katie? We're not doing the Katie segment uh, today. Okay, uh, she is uh, she is doing a television uh, special down there in Dallas. Yes, yes. awesome. Yes, so we for will. Valentine's Day, I imagine. Uh, probably so. I would imagine that that's probably although yeah, you want her now and probably next week yeah. too. So just a reminder to everybody: get your reservations already done, get your flowers yeah. already ordered, your gifts. Go to Goomer and Company, two twenty five South Hurstburn Parkway. You know, if you're looking for a, like a gift for Valentine's Day, that's the place they've been in business since 1971. And they can custom create whatever you have in mind. They have a lot of great stuff in the jewelry case. They can repurpose jewelry that you're not using. They can, if you have gold necklaces, they can melt it down and make it into a gold bracelet. You know, they can do all sorts of stuff over there at Goomer and Company. And so, yeah, Valentine's Day is coming around the corner. Don't get caught with your pants down, guys. You want to get uh, you want to get on top of your Valentine's Day reservation, your gift buying. You don't want to play from behind. So, uh, Goomer and Company is a place that will help you out with that. Uh, yeah. Okay, so just one clarification. I'm not sure Rome's leaving radio. Is he not? He's leaving the CBS Sports Network, but that's the tele... Texter's pointing, pointing this out. Okay. Uh, to us. So I thought he was leaving both and just going exclusively I don't to X. He yeah. said he's leaving the simulcast, which is, I guess, just the TV simulcasting what he's doing. Oh. It is important to note the radio show will continue in its current format and will not change or go dark in the interim. Got it. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> so we spent 10 minutes but he's discussing still, I mean, something he's that's not going away. The television part. Well, I, don't think going that, I just don't think that. I've always. I'm not a big. You know, television shows, radio shows on television. I mean, I, McAfee, it works, but McAfee's doing a different deal altogether. Yeah, I mean, we got to. He's doing that. How can we ever get, a, yeah. get away from watching A.J. Hawk be on screen and not say a single word yeah. for hours on end? Uh, they have him on screen. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's, so we, we spent 10 minutes discussing something that's not even going to happen. Well, it's partially happening. No, it's not affecting. He's not leaving the radio. We spent ten minutes about him leaving radio. I thought he said he was going to go dark for like a week or two and then come back and it's going to be on, exclusively on, on television. X. Okay, to start proofreading your text. Proofreading the text. Fake news. I just sent you the tweet. I know. Why don't you That's read it <laughs> and then That's send it to me? All I did. I just sent you the tweet. It was all I did. It said this is interesting. Uh, media personality leaving television, going. But X. we thought leaving radio. I thought he was leaving yeah. both. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was leaving both. Yeah. Take full responsibility for being black and Baker's Yeah, fault. I was here on top, though. <laughs> yeah, you were. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. No gummies last night. No. Didn't sleep as well. Me but, either. But, yeah, that's how it works. 
Um, hey, we'll uh, we'll talk to you here. Two six seven nine six eighty is the number to get in. I got to do this. I got to demonstrate this thing uh, with with the wagers on the other side. That, that you, when you gotta when you're making a bet in the parlay, you got to know about the the. Um, the odds and what what actually happens there. Yeah. So uh, we'll get into that. We've got, uh, of course, the uh, the game. The we've got two games tonight. We got the Bellarmine game on six eighty. We got um, Louisville on ninety three nine. So you can uh, you can check both those games out uh, there. Of course, when it comes to uh, to betting the Super Bowl, our friends uh, over at FanDuel are going to have you taken care of uh, with all kinds of offers coming up uh, for Super Bowl fifty eight uh, on on Sunday. And when you um, Sign up at FanDuel. You can get the $200 in bonus bets if you're uh, first time to sign up. Um, and you bet $5. Make a $5 wager. It wins. You're going to get $200 in bonus bets. So uh, at FanDuel, number one, uh, America's number one sports book, you know, you can – I mean, I love the cross-sport props. I was just looking like Christian McCaffrey's touchdowns versus goals of a European soccer team. Which oh, really? one's higher? Yeah. Uh, you can bet on whether it's going to be a scoregami or not. Uh, you get, got everything. I mean, obviously bet the game as well. Um, but the, there's so many the ways to get in on the action uh, over uh, at FanDuel for Super Bowl 58. Which player's going to score? Are they going to score the first touchdown? Anytime touchdown. You got live odds, obviously, that, that move all the time. Over-unders. You name it. Uh, and Super Bowl Sunday is going to be that much more fun. You can even do, uh, you know, you want to parlay it across, like, the golf tournament the waste management that day there's there's um uh, any number of things you, you can uh, do to make super bowl sunday even more fun over at fanduel so go to fanduel.com slash drew d fanduel.com slash drew d download the app ten dollar first deposit and you're gonna and bet five dollars and you're gonna be uh, getting two hundred dollars in bonus bets must be 21 or over that ten dollar first deposit required bonus issue is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. I love this bar. I love this bar. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680. Here is, uh, we roll along with you from Matzah Pie. It was just a great, it's just a great morning. You got the sun coming through the windows here. You got, uh, we've had the, I've had the uh, blueberry muffin. Although, as you see what I do with blueberry muffin, I don't like blueberries, but I like blueberry muffins for the other parts of it. Yeah. But when it gets down to just blueberries, it's just a mess you over there. You pick them out. And, and I had the cheddar and chive uh, 
muffin, which was awesome. Scone, scone, scone. Sorry, uh, it was which was delicious, and uh, you had the coffee. And oh, the coffee's great. The coffee's then. great. So you know they got all that stuff, and if you need a uh, catered event or something like that, they do catering. They have this private event space that we're broadcasting from, which is like a an overhang, right? Like, mm-hmm. and so you know it's a, it's a really cool spot. They have four locations now for to get that great matzo pie, fresh homemade pizza. So it's awesome stuff over here at matzo pie and uh every wednesday we bring it into the station mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we're getting chorizo uh meatball subs uh cheese and pepperoni and and sausage and then a uh a spicy g okay spicy g spicy that's what g. we're getting into all right yeah. um so we get all that going on for you uh over here um we can see. So in the break, I was, um, you know, Chase was wondering what was that bet between. So McCaffrey TDs, here's a cross sports special McCaffrey TDs or Manchester United goals. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's a, let's see, McCaffrey TDs is plus 250, Man United goals is plus 110, and a tie is plus 220. How can they all be plus? I mean, I don't know. That's I don't a, know. That's a good point. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, mean, I think they're just trying to get you to. I thought, so, can you bet on a white running back to score? <laughs> Are you going to be able to do that? Well, Christian McCaffrey, yes, you can bet. You can. Do no, that. I mean you. Oh yeah, I've watched him play. Yeah, I just wouldn't have him. I wouldn't trust him in fan, <laughs> fantasy. But I don't. McCaffrey's like minus two twenty five to score a touchdown, though. It's almost not not worth it. But who's is Man United? I mean, I, don't, I mean, recently Ch- they've been scoring at least two goals a game. So. And they play a team that they are much more talented than, um, but they're the most. They're one of the most inconsistent teams in the world, and they've spent billions of dollars. So it's kind of hmm. it so, is, so it's an interesting bet. But I would. So what would you Man take? U. What would you take on that one? I'd bet Man U. I'd bet them to okay. score more. Now again, they have to score more. They if they tie, you both sides lose. So that's why tie is plus two twenty five. Oh. So maybe that's why, since there's no push, because there's three levels of betting. Tie would be interesting. Yeah, tie is plus two twenty five. Who's your team, Chase? Who do you follow in the Premier League? Then Liverpool is my team. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. my coach is leaving me at the end of the season. I don't like talk about it very much. But, uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, man, you. By the way, your mic said he's a little low again. A little low. Again. Yeah, I'm so trying. To, there it goes. There you go. There okay. you go. There you go. Yeah, no, man, you should score at least two goals against Lutton Town on Sunday morning. Lutton Town. Yeah, Luttontown's new. If you actually, their their stadium was too small to start the season with, so they had to delay the start of their season a week. To, gotcha. And it, to to put that in perspective, Man United is one of the most expensive uh, sports franchises in the world. Hmm. So, well, I knew about that. So I'm I'm going to take Chase's uh, advice. Yeah, we'll take Chase's advice and maybe a reason to watch the Man U game. Is it on that morning? Yeah, eleven thirty Sunday morning. Okay, all right. So, I mean, you're going to watch it, or are you just going to check the score? Yeah. I don't know. If he gets, if he gets they only have one goal, I might start uh, being an instant expert on soccer, you know, like we do with the Olympics. And then you could hedge number of touchdowns for McCaffrey mm-hmm. if you end up, you know. Oh, you're right. It's a good point. You know, you could do that on the other side, too, because once you know what the— Like, if they only score, like, a goal, a goal, right, then you could go or up. The, yeah, or if they get shut out. Then I could go and uh, put McCaffrey. Or if they score like four goals. Hmm. If McCaffrey's not going to score like four touchdowns. Right, 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 right. But you can't bet under. I don't think you can bet. But you might be able to bet under the Super Bowl. You probably bet anything. What do you start to say, Chase? If you can wait until like 1030 when Man U's lineup comes out, then you get a real, like, because there's certain oh. players that I would 
Oh, they might have some load management going on or yeah, something or yeah, what? Oh, might, okay. Might. <laughs> so it, 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 soccer's like that. It's just how it is. I'm not betting on this stuff, man. I'm not doing that. No. Well, you, you live a little. Mark, would you? Mark won't let it enter his brain. It's okay. It, it doesn't fit on his <laughs> spreadsheet. You know, it's, it's soccer. Like, I want to go and hang out to Mark and Lynn Family Stadium and, like, catch a beer, hang out with people, chat, see a couple balls get kicked or whatever and then and then go home like i don't i don't need to know anybody's name so oh goodness um all right so here here's here's an an interesting uh proposition when you start doing parlays and this is where because i showed you this the other day this is where you 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 got to know that a parlay they're not all created the same no matter what you see the odds at right and so I'm on an app. I'm not going to disparage any apps. So this, is, this, is, this is pretty much the norm with a lot of them that you don't really realize. And that if you build a parlay, a, a, maybe a predictive parlay, I think might be the word that people use, right. where if, if, you're develop, if you think the Niners are going to win and then Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice, for example, are going to get shut down. Right. So I, I'm, I've got this parlay. It's in, in the bet slip right now um, that is – I'm taking the Niners. Yep. I've got Travis Kelsey under 72 yards. Okay. And these are the minus 110 bets. And I've got Rasheed Rice at under 67 and a half yards. Now, I'm only getting uh, five to one odds on that, where you'd normally be six to one. But that's not the bigger deal to me. So let's say I want to add another leg of that. Okay. So let's say total receptions. Like, okay. So I'm building a narrative here. The Niners win, and Kelsey and Rasheed Rice don't have big right. games. Everything's going in the same direction. Correct. Right. So if I add another leg right now, that $10 would pay 52 Okay. Okay, on, on the parlay. Would win 52 sorry. So if I add another leg, in theory, it should damn near double. You should double. Plus, if it's a, um, a, a money line, a plus wager. So, for example, Kelsey's un- under receptions on 6.5 is plus 122. So in theory, it should more than double. It should. However... I'm going across this narrative of Kelsey's not going to have a good day. So if I go under on that, instead of 52, you add that leg in, it pays 75. It's not double. It's not even come close. But if I put over Kelsey, is it triple? It goes to 184. Wow. From 52. Wow, so it triples. Oh, a little bit over triple. More, yeah, it, whereas it doesn't even double. Right. So, so the thing is... So I'm getting think- seven and a half to one... On that versus eighteen and a half to one, yeah, just just on just on that. So and it works the same way too. If you built it that the Chiefs would win, right? If so you, you built it like, hey, I'm going to do all these things and say the Chiefs are going to win, and these things are going to either go well for the Chiefs or poorly for the Niners. You're not getting the same like minus one ten value like you so would. Same thing here. So let's say yeah. I go Niners win and Debo Samuel and George Kittle both go over their yards. Yeah. Right now, ten dollar three leg parlay of that uh, wins fifty seven. Pretty much the same odds. But if I go and put um, that's on the yardage. If I go over on those either of their receptions, it only it only goes up to sixty four dollars. Whereas wow. if I go under, it goes to five hundred and twenty. Wow! No, it's crazy. Because so it's, it's not bad. so. So it's not just, just the odds you see. It's it's also the predictiveness because it'd be very difficult. You would think for George Kittle to have over fifty yards, but under three receptions. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But if you do that, you know, you get paid. But it's just it's just interesting that you. I just think of all parlays being created equal, and they're not when you get into the player 
props in the predictive uh, story lineup. The algorithms know if this outcome is happening, these mm-hmm. things also are likely to happen. So the parlay odds But that, I mean, that's a huge difference. It is because you, you, if it's at 110, mm-hmm. you really should get the math of 110 throughout. You would think. But it's not built that way. You know, if, if you say, oh, the Chiefs are going to win this and Pat Mahomes is going to – he's going to go, go it, over 250 or whatever And it, it even is. goes like down to the, to the rushing yards on McCaffrey. So that – I haven't even touched McCaffrey yet in this scenario. Okay. I've got, you know, I've got the two receivers and I've, and I've got the 49ers winning the game. So McCaffrey, it's minus 110 both ways, which is a standard bet. You're paying the 10% juice, basically, is what that means. So if I go, so what, what would be the predictive nature of that? You would assume over. If the okay. Niners are going to win, these two players are going to have, you know, a good day. So if I go over on McCaffrey, instead of $57, it goes to 95 whereas if I go under, it goes to 146 That's a big difference. It's a big difference and for something a, that's a minus 110 each way. both 110. Yes. Yeah, it's not like you're you're taking a 225 and a minus 410 or something. You know what I mean? Like, it is the same on both sides. And, and even more interesting I, to me, Isaiah Pacheco. Okay, I'm, I'm, I've got a parlay built all favoring the Niners. So if I go under Pacheco's yards which would follow yeah. you, you think if the Niners are going to win he would he would have under 67 half rushing yards instead of 57 you add him it goes to 88 but if he goes over 165 really wow <laughs> so it's not just the, the same player it's it's if you're building a storyline almost of the game yeah you're predicting the story and how you think this is going to happen and and I'm going to see about tonight's game. Again with and that's game. where sort of the hidden tax is within the parlay. That's why everything is advertising is geared towards same-game parlay because the odds can, A, get manipulated a little bit, and they're really hard to win. Right. So I'm going to take Syracuse minus 8.5. And, okay. and I'm going to say Huntley-Hatfield. Oh, okay. So they have, they have the player props up? Okay. Right. So over 13.5. Uh, Mike James under 12 and a half. Well, hang on. You're not building the narrative at that point. I know. I know. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. If you, if so it's, I'm it's, taking it's, Syracuse. So let me take Chris Bell over 10 and a half. So I got it. So at $10 pays 30. How okay, does that work? You've only got two. two I mean, I can see the odds there. But you, it's when you get to that third leg. And then I go J.J. Starling over 15 and a half. I'm at 10 pays 47 on three leg parlay. And, okay. and I could add okay. another one, Jedi, okay. Jedi Mints. Okay, but do again see what the over and the under is on him. See see how different the odds are. Because I'm saying as you oh. as you build a narrative, you understand what I'm saying? Like if you think one team's going to win, it would follow okay. that players would have bigger games. So if I add Mints at over uh, 19 and a half, it pays 10 pays 75. If I change it to under, it pays 95. So it's a twenty dollar difference mm-hmm. on a ten dollar bet. So yeah, I mean you're, you're right. It, it does play out that way, which is crazy. It's crazy. You, you it, is, it is and it isn't. I mean, I, I do sort of get it. I get it from their standpoint that if you think, the, you know, because you think a bet's going to go one way, a game's going to go one way. Right. Several things are more like the Niners win. It's more likely that their player, individual players, will have good games. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. and so, I mean, where you could really make good money is if like if you figure out the team that's going to win. But a couple people have really big days on the losing team. Yeah. That's and when now, you're ca- now you're really cashing in. Now who's the – so, like, uh, you take the Falcons when they get up to a big lead and then blow the lead. You know, the Patriots, right? Right. Yeah. So the Falcons had, like, all sorts of stats in that first oh, half. Oh, I see what you're saying. And yeah. then they gave up a big – they gave up now, – now you're cashing in. Well, or, or I mean, let's say, let's say it's a blowout. Like, let's say, let's say the like – the, let's say the Niners blow out. They, they win big. You, but Mahomes 
And receivers are probably going to get a lot of garbage yards or, you know, they're going to be in prevent defense. So you could probably, if you thought the game was going to be a blowout one way or the other, you take one team on the money line and you take the other team's player props to be higher. Take Pacheco. Actually, forget the money line. You lay the spread. And you can go under Pacheco rushing yards. Yeah, maybe. But I would probably lean more towards the Mahomes props. Huh. What do we think about tonight's game, by the way? Louisville-Syracuse. This is the most impossible team to Louisville predict. plus eight and a half. Uh, yeah, depending on where you look at because I think it was at seven and a half, one of the others. Um, I, you know, just looking at how different that is from Ken Palm, I would think you would take Syracuse on that and under because I, I don't think that the they're going to get another 101-point performance. I think, the, I think the over-under is probably a little inflated. The Saturday night's performance travel to Syracuse, New York. No. You know, I don't know that it does, but I don't think Syracuse is – I think Syracuse is worse than Florida State. Mm-hmm. So, based on that, I kind of like to pick up the eight and a half for Louisville, but I also don't trust this Louisville team any, in any way, shape, or form. I think they, they told on themselves – I think they tell on themselves a lot that they have great ability. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Sky Clark's available tonight or not. I, I'm not sure, but uh, sounds like he's getting close – Maybe for the weekend. But, you know, Tyler Johnson is a great player. I mean, I don't know. Do you Tyler Johnson is a player that if he gets hot like that, mm-hmm. I mean. What do you have? What's the, what's the over-under on the game on, on that? Over-under is 155. Yeah, this, again, Ken Palm's got it more like 150. Um, so, so, yeah. Under I, and Syracuse, according I, to Ken Palm? That's what, if I'm going with the historical data of the season, yes. Gotcha. Um, and even, you know, we always keep thinking the offense is, is so much – Improved. It's still conference only. Thirteenth out of fifteen teams' yeah. efficiency. In Who the, would be better than? Okay. Then sort it like Doesn't that. Sort it like yeah. that. Yeah. I would imagine. Maybe. Maybe not. Probably Virginia. I don't know. Um, but but either way, um, let's see. Virginia in offense is four. Is no, actually, Virginia is six in offensive efficiency. Yeah, because they just they just yeah. they're efficient when they I mean, have the ball. Virginia has won like seven straight games. Yeah. They've been hot. Yeah, you look up. I mean, we're like, oh, it's a down year for Virginia. They're 18 and 5. <laughs> like, come on, man. They are 18 and 5. Well, you do have uh, Auburn, Alabama tonight, so if you want to watch. Oh, no. It, this has been a good slate of games, I, I think, last night tonight. I mean, this right. week's a good slate of games. Wisconsin, Michigan's up, up tonight. Villanova, Xavier. LSU, Tennessee. Uh, there's some good ball games tonight. Last night was really good. I, you know, really enjoyed last night's ball games. Of course, I was hoping Vanderbilt would give Kentucky at least a little bit of a game so I could they, stay up. They didn't do that. Yeah, I was like, man, <laughs> all right, I guess I'll go to sleep early. Yeah, yeah, you took the drama out of that one early. Yeah, they did. But I'm sure Kentucky probably feels like, hey, yep. that, you know, needed to kind of catch our footing a little bit. They were able to do that a little bit last night. Okay, so Chase, clarif- clarification and corrections department on, on Man U for this, for this yeah. wager. Uh, it, it's Aston Villa not letting down. Aston Villa plays a very attacking style, so they could be more susceptible to goals. Okay. But right. Man U will have less of the ball. So it's kind of, again, mm. it's a tough bet. I'd still bet Man U. Okay. Okay. I don't have a clue how to bet soccer. There's three different ways to bet it. I don't know. Chase, you may have to, yeah, you may have to give us the ed- education on, on the soccer wagers because I'm the same way. I look at it and I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> it, um, they give good odds, like, Anytime goal scorers are usually plus, you know, 210 at least. So I think. It, I mean, my goodness, you're only going to have yeah. three goals or so, right, scored in a game? Or? Can you bet on a header versus a footer? Uh, a no, footer? you can bet shots. You can bet shots on target. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, I think he's going to score off of a header. A footer. You might be able to. I, I haven't I haven't tried to do that. Um, I usually, like, some teams you know who's going to score if they score. But there's other teams where it could come from anybody. So I'm going to ask this stupid question. Is is Man U in the English Premier League? Yes. Okay, yeah. so are they? is it Man City? Or is that there's two? There's no, Man City and Manchester United. Yeah. I, I don't see a line on Man U for a game on this weekend. I don't see it. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. There it is. There it is. So, okay, so they are plus 110. In soccer, do they put the home team on top? That throws me off, too. Is the home team, like it says, Aston Villa versus Man United. In every sport I in America, the, the home team's on the bottom, but I think... Uh, um, I that one should be at Aston Villa because I watched um, the first one and it was at yeah you're Man you're U. right you're right so there's no damn consistency um so and do they have an over I don't even see like an over under on the game do they do that they do do that I think total goals sorry uh, looks like well there's not a minus one ten if you if if you go over two and a half now you're down to a minus one eighty five bet if you go over th- if, uh, but if you go under two and a half you're getting plus one forty. And the odds basically flip when you go up to three and a half. I love so. it. It's Super Bowl week, and Diener's learning how to bet soccer. Absolutely. Super Bowl bet. <laughs> Super Bowl it. and soccer. <laughs> now, this says draw no bet regulation time, but it's got options for Man United and Aston Villa. What the hell does that mean? Draw no bet in regular time. Um, I guess I guess it's a push if it draws. No, but it's, it's giving me Aston Villa at minus 185 and Man United plus 140. I don't hmm. know. I don't know. You guys have a weird sport. <laughs> well, the league is the only place where you can draw. If you get into a tournament, somebody's mm. got to win. Might as well be you. All right. Well, um, that'll do it for us. Gambling experts. That's where we are. <laughs> Trying to uh, learn soccer. They have Mats Pie come on over here uh, as well. To um, you know, yep. whether it's pizza, whether it's cookies, I'm getting that damn, I'm getting that cookie. We got meatball subs coming. We got cookies, cookies coming. coming. We got pizzas coming. Yeah, we got all that coming um, your way here. You can get it at Montspire right here at Anchorage. The other locations are Douglas. We got the Douglas Loop. We got it over there in Butchertown. And we got it in Clarksville, Indiana. So we got lots of, or Jeffersonville, Indiana. I think technically because it's like Southern Indiana, sunny side of Louisville. There you go. All right, I'm uh, Maven and Rummage on 93.9 Rebo and Co. One six eight.